This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The TalkSport Fan Network is probably supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, welcome to your neighborhood pharmacy. Hi, I've got a prescription for diabetes test strips. How much is the copay? Well, it depends on your type of commercial insurance and factoring in your yearly spend, subtracting the deductibles, also depending on your monthly allowance. Why can't there be a better option? Or you could try Contour Next Test Strips. A 35 counts only $19.99 over the counter and proven to be highly accurate. Go to contournext.com slash radio to see if over-the-counter strips are a more affordable option for you. Hmm, I think I'll try Contour Next. When you shop at a Walmart Vision Center, you get it. You know that you'll spend a little less on stylish glasses for the whole family. Welcome to the Vision Center. Let me know if you need help finding the perfect frame. Hey, Mom, you were right. These glasses are cool. Hon, they take our insurance. That means Papa's getting a new pair, too. Whoa, glasses start at just $39. Next stop, groceries. So you can get a little more of what you need. Find a Vision Center near you. Save money, live better. Walmart. Welcome again to Cottage Talk. I am Russ Goldman. This is a very special episode. It's an impromptu episode as I just decided to do this. And uh, I wanted to look back at my journey to Wembley three years ago, my experience and everything to do with this journey of going to Wembley and being with all the foam supporters. And I wanted to look back at this. Listen, there's been a lot of negativity for obvious reasons with Fulham this season, going back down. Lots happened since three years ago. But I wanted to look back at all these great moments and just put aside everything going on with Fulham Football Club for just a few minutes, for just just an episode. Well, I'm not going to go long, but I just felt a need to look back and talk about something positive with myself, with many people I met, and just wanted just to share that with everyone. So let's get started. And uh, again, it's amazing. It's been three years ago today. And uh, so let's start with uh, my journey. And uh, I've done this before in other shows, so I'll, I'll be brief on this. But I left from Boston the night before. And again, uh, it was a terrible flight on Delta to uh, 
to Heathrow. And uh, thankfully, in the morning, I, I got to uh, London and I had to wait in customs for, I want to say, about 90 minutes. And thankfully, right after that, I got to um, see Emilio. And uh, Emilio picked me up at the airport. And uh, then I was off to his house. And th- that's going to start with, with the journey because I have to mention Emilio and Callie because uh, they actually gave me a place to stay. And uh, I cannot thank them enough for th- this entire weekend. They were such wonderful host and hostess for me for this period of time. I, I wouldn't have been able to go to Wembley without Emilio and Callie and, and their hospitality. So thank you to both of them. Be- and that'll pick up with uh, me going to their house uh, and uh, spending a little bit of time with them. They gave me breakfast. And then just a few hours later, we're, we're you know on our way to Wembley. And that to me was just amazing. And it, I don't know, it must have taken about an hour, an hour and a half with uh, with the different trains I was on. And then we met up with um, some other phone supporters and some other uh, co-hosts. And uh, again, we were on our way to, um, to Wembley. And that's going to lead me to just talk about briefly before we really get into talking about the match and all that stuff. I, I have some thank yous. And let me start with... Uh, People that were with me, Steve Lidyard, Reese Curtis, and Joe Tivey, along with others that, that were there. Again, uh, I can't thank you guys enough for making this such a wonderful experience for me. You guys were great, and uh, Steve introduced me to Mr. Whippy, and I had no idea what that was, that it was an ice cream truck, and he kept repeating it over and over again. That's one of the things that will always stick out with me and you, Steve, was you just driving in my head. Mr. Whippy. Anyways, I just thought I'd mention that. But again, this is such a wonderful experience. We finally get to Wembley, and the walk down was just magical. It just was magical. Then we actually uh, ate inside of Wembley, uh, in a restaurant inside of Wembley, and and just, a, I want to say, about an hour before. And then we went to the seats. And let me just tell you, when I walked into Wembley and saw all the foam supporters there, I'm going here right now because we have to talk about this. This is something that will stand with me until the day I die. It, it will it will be a part of me, the white wall. People came from everywhere. Obviously, people that, that live in the area, people all over England, all over the UK, Ireland. Brendan Cronin came from Ireland. They came from everywhere. They came all over the world including where I live. And it's just amazing that we all came together and created this white wall. And it was amazing to see. It it was truly, I've never seen anything quite like this. So many people for one cause. Now, again, I've been to AFC championship games with the Patriots. I've, I've been to other events. I've never experienced anything like the white wall, the camaraderie all together in unison for Fulham, Magic, magic. It's something that I will never forget. And I just want to just mention that right now because uh, when I look back at that day, there are so many things to look back at. One of them is the white wall. So I just wanted to mention that. Okay. The other thing is that when I did enter Wembley, Fulham supporters came up to me. They recognized me. They thanked me. And and, uh, I just want to thank all of you who came up to me that day and introduced yourself. It made me feel real good. I'm going to single out one person, Becky Ivins, who I'm friends with on Facebook. 
And uh, we saw each other at Wembley as she was entering. And uh, Becky is a wonderful film supporter. And so much great things have happened to Becky since then. After meeting her, she met her husband, got married, and, and now has a child. And it's all great stuff. But I just remember standing out, meeting her, uh, and how special that was. Someone on Facebook that I actually met at Wembley, and uh, she's a wonderful foam supporter. So I just want to mention that. But I definitely want to just talk about, in general, all the foam supporters that I met. Thank you, thank you, thank you for introducing yourself to me. Just some guy who does a podcast, who's a foam supporter, who you listen to or watch, and you came up to me and thanked me. I, I just want to say thank you back to you. Okay. So let's talk about the match itself. And, uh, you know, again, I'm not going to spend too much time talking about it, cause it, but I do want to reminisce a little bit. So before we get talking about the match, I'm just curious, anyone that's watching live, well, I have a few people watching live. What was your prediction before the match? If I can remember correctly, I, I want to say I predicted two to one. I could be wrong. But what's interesting about this is that I felt very confident that you feel confident going into this match. And if I can remember correctly, a lot of the comments that I saw on social media and some of the media were predicting an Aston Villa victory. I didn't see it. I, I, I only saw one team winning this, and it was Fulham. I was very confident. I, I can't believe how confident I was. Being a Fulham supporter, to be this confident into such a huge match, I just felt that they were going to win this match. They were going to find a way. And the players, Savisa, his coach and stuff, they made me feel that way. They made me feel confident. You know, I, the only other team that made me feel this confident were some of the Roy teams. They made me feel confident as well. But this Lavisa team was special, and they proved it on this day. And uh, I felt, you know, again, just strangely confident about Fulham. I, I just felt that, felt that, uh, that confidence. So I just want to mention that. Okay. All right, so let's let's start here. Okay, so the opening stages of the match, Fulham were, were dominating the play, and I just felt more and more confident, and it all led to the Kearney goal, and, and we're all the way on the other side. But I could see it right in front of my face, and um, this whole section and this whole part of Wembley just erupted. And again, it's something that I will never forget. You know, again, there were so many layers to this, the past from Stefan Johansson that went to Ryan Session that eventually his pass got to Tom Kearney and he put it in the back of the net. It ended up being the match winner, which is crazy to think about. And then Fulham actually really controlled most of the play in the first half. And again, I was still feeling very confident. I knew that there'd be a reaction in the second half from Aston Villa. And there certainly was. So the, the one thing, the one thing that I do want to mention because I'm going to mention this when we talk about the second half is um, the incident with Jack Relish in the second half, because if I'm going to mention that, I'm also going to mention the situation with Ryan Fredericks, because when you look back at this and you'll see the comments, even now from Aston Villa supporters and some of the media will point that Ryan Fredericks should have gotten a red card in the first half. Okay. We, you can make that point, but I certainly can make the point in the second half that Jack Relish should have gotten a red card. Go back and watch it. So for me, that's a wash. Fulham deserved to win this. I don't care what excuses that you might hear over the years from Aston Villa supporters. They didn't deserve it. 
They can point to Ryan Fredericks. I can point to Jack Grealish. It wipes that out, okay? So anyone that gives you that argument that says Ryan Fredericks should have had a red card, fine. So should Jack Grealish, okay? That's your that's your out on that. So, again, when we look forward to the match, like I said, in the second half, you have the situation with Grealish. He only gets a yellow card. And Fulham actually had some very good opportunities to score. You, you had the opportunity from Stefan Johansson, again, set up by Ryan Sessegnon. And right in front of us, I thought that was going to be the goal that was going to give Fulham the lead that they needed. 2-0. I, I, I thought that was going to do it. But unfortunately, he did not score. And then shortly after that, and then, of course, you had the situation with uh, Abubakar Kamara, a couple of, of claims for potential penalties in the box. I'm not sure about that. But unfortunately, right after that, you get the second yellow card from Dennis Adoy, and he gets sent off. And I'm not going to lie to you. I was not feeling confident at this point. In fact, I was feeling really uh, nervous. You know, I turned to Emilio and probably Steve as well and said, here it comes, guys. Here it comes. This is the other side, what we're so used to seeing. Here it comes. And to Fulham's credit, they really still, even down a man, they did their job. They they saw this out, which is incredible to really say. They actually finished it the way that they began as a team, as a unit, and they saw this match out. And again, that's the amazing part of all of this is that for those 20 plus minutes, I don't know about you, but I was very nervous, but you know what? They played very well and they, they deserved to win. And that's going to lead to talking about what happened after the match. So they finally win. And it's funny because I just, I couldn't tell that it was over and, and, I just, you know, again, when when everyone started going crazy, I just went to my knees because I just couldn't believe that it happened. And then next thing you know, my reaction after that was a full-out hug. And and this is something that I'll never forget. We all hugged. And um, that is something that I will never forget, all of us hugging after this. And, again, it's it's bringing back all those memories, this special day with these special people that I will never forget that we actually did this. We actually witnessed it. Again, only my second time seeing a full match that meant something. I, I saw a preseason match in Jacksonville, but I actually came in 2012 to see them play Reading and now the playoff final. And I was here to witness it. And it was just amazing. And again, just crazy back to think about this. And I just wanted to spend some time today talking about how special this was. As we look forward to Fulham's next season and everything that went on with this season, I understand that. But just for a few moments, enjoy today. Because this is happy Fulham Day. Happy beat Aston Villa Day for Fulham. I mean, that's what today is. And we should enjoy that. And it's funny, I've already seen comments from Aston Villa supporters i saw one specific that said well you know that was probably the best thing that happened to villa i said okay fine it might have been because it it, it now spearheaded a lot of change for aston villa but you know what you didn't win the match we did it's our moment not yours it's our moment so any aston villa supporter that wants to give you excuses or anything like that scoreboard fulham won you lost you went home i'm sorry there was only one winner and it was fulham 
Okay. So after the match, and I'll just talk about this briefly, it was great because we all got together with some more foam supporters and one of my co-hosts, Mike Gregg. So I want to thank Mike. Mike has been very integral with Cottage Talk over the years. And I've met Mike before. And Mike actually spent the Thanksgiving with me here in Boston. So it was great to see Mike again and get together with other foam supporters and just celebrate this milestone moment in Fulham history all together. And what's funny was it, you know, it's funny because I just remember I could care less about the, that the championship final, I, I'm sorry, not the championship final, the champions league final was going on at this point. I could care less. I, I did not care less. I didn't care that I didn't see it. I could care less. This day was about Fulham for me. It, it certainly, I could care less about Liverpool losing at, at this point. For me, it was all about Fulham and being with all these great people. And what was interesting is that uh, after we left this restaurant that we spent some time with, then I got to meet two very special individuals, and that is gentlemen Jim and Jamie Reed, who came out, were, were finishing up their time at Wembley and met up with us. And I got to tell you, that was uh, very special to meet these two people that mean a lot to all the phone supporters. Again, they broadcast the matches. They give you the commentary and they are foam through and through. And it was just such an honor to meet both of them. Okay. And again, I just wanted to mention that. Okay. Coming up next, I have some thank yous to do that involved 10 years of Cottage Talk. Okay. And just to wrap up this video, I, I, I just want to, again, I want to thank you for watching and listening Cottage Talk for 10 years now. Again, it'll be it'll officially be 10 years in uh, August when I started this with uh, Kyle, and I'll be talking about Kyle in just a second. But I just wanted just to thank everyone for this. And uh, coming up, we're going to have a, a couple of very special interviews. I'll actually be hosted by Giannis, and uh, I'll be promoting that coming up. We're, we're going to be making some arrangements, and you're going to hear some Special, I guess you could say biographical interviews coming up, which will be hosted by my good friend Giannis. That's what's coming up on Cottage Talk. But I just wanted to mention and talk about the history of Cottage Talk and what it's meant for me. And uh, like I said, I'm, I'm just reflecting in, in these final minutes with you here on this video. And I, I have so many people to thank, so just bear with me. I have to start with Kyle. Kyle came to me. 10 years ago over the summer and wanted to start a, a podcast. And I really didn't want to do it. I, I didn't want to do it. And he, he basically said, Hey, let's do this podcast about foam. And I said, okay, fine. We'll, we'll try it out. And uh, so we actually did a, a test episode, which actually be, became our first episode. And uh, Kyle was the host. I really, I was the co-host at this point. And then we, we did this, we posted it, and then we just started doing more and more shows. And Kyle was, like I said, the host, and I was the co-host. And then Kyle got a job in broadcasting, and in all places, Perth, Australia. So we tried to continue to do the show with him in Perth, but the connection back there 10 years ago just wasn't good. So it wasn't working. So that point, we decided not to do any more shows. and. Uh, at, then I decided, okay, fine. I, I took a break 
But I wanted to continue. I wanted to continue doing shows. We just couldn't do it together. So I contacted my very good friend, Dan Crawford. And if it wasn't for Dan, there, there would be no Cottage Talk continuing. Thank you, Dan. Because you came in when I needed someone to do a show with, and you stepped up and you did it with me. And I want to thank you. I, I can't thank you enough because if it wasn't for you, there would be no cottage talk. Thank you. It's Kyle and Dan, I owe so much to. But Dan helped me with the journey. And then he brought in some of his writers from Hammy and that joined us. And then next thing I know, we're adding more and more fans to join us. It started a bunch of co-hosts that actually would be doing the show with me. So in general, I want to thank all the co-hosts. We have so many over the years. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to single out some in just a bit, but I just want to thank all the co-hosts. Shout out to, you know, again, I, I can name so many. I'll mention David Holly. David, David uh, thank you for all the time you did on Cottage Talk. Craig Coben. His son did the show. Alec, you know, again, there's so many people that have done this. Nina Bass, you know, again, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. There are so many people that have done the show. Claire recently started doing the show with us. So many co-hosts. Thank you because you kept Cottage Talk going for 10 years. Thank all of you. Okay. Now I'm just going to mention some very special people. Going back to Emilio. Emilio, you've been incredible to do this show with. Thank you for doing this with me and keeping Cottage Talk alive. You've been so integral to everything that we've done on Cottage Talk. Again, it's not just your friendship. It's what you've done for this show. Thank you, Emilio. Okay. And let's talk about two other special guys. Thank you to Max Cohen and Giannis Janais, who have done many shows with me over the past several years. Thank you guys. Max, you know, the future is so bright for you. Whatever you want to do, you're going to do in life. And my good friend, Janice Janais, who contacted me one day, wanted to do the show living up in Canada. It's been just uh, a pure joy doing it with you. Your passion for Fulham is unbelievable. And uh, I cannot thank you guys enough. It's just, it's been so wonderful doing the shows with you, with, with everyone that I've done a Cottage Talk with. Okay. And listen, we've had some great guests on, on Cottage Talk. I want to thank Fulham Football Club for getting me a couple of guests. That included some former players. Sasha Rita came on the show, and uh, Aaron Hughes came on the show. This is going way back. But I actually had a few players on. also had Shai Khan on the show. I had Tony Khan on the show. So we've had some very special guests, many journalists, have been on the show as well. I want to thank all the guests who have come on to Cottage Talk. And finally, I want to thank the Fulham supporters. And I'm sorry, I'm getting a little uh, emotional here. Uh, if it wasn't for you, I, I would have stopped years ago. So you've uh, accepted this guy from outside of Boston, Massachusetts, and we're willing to listen to him and now watch him talk about Foam Football Club and get all these other fans on as co-hosts. You've took us all in and uh, accepted all of us. And it's just, it's been wonderful. It's been a wonderful 10 years. And I wouldn't have continued if it wasn't for your support. 
And, you know, that's what's been wonderful. I just want to talk about the positive support because there's been so much of it. When you do something like this, obviously there's another side to it. I'm not going to even concentrate on that. I'm only going to concentrate on what is important. And that is you, the foam supporters who have been part of this show for all these years, 10 years. Thank you, everyone. And uh, that's going to do it for this video. Like I mentioned, we will have a couple more special shows after that. You know, again, we'll, we'll take it from there, but right now it's going to do it basically wrapping up cottage talk for 10 years. Jeez, it's just, it's crazy to say that. Like I said, Giannis will have a couple of special shows coming up, but I'm going to wrap this up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening and watching cottage talk. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.